I'm gay-ish. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish, the podcast that wonders if gender fluid comes in a sparkling rosé. <laughs> Probably. Drink your gender fluid every morning, kids. Yeah. Strong, healthy bones. Oh, or boners. Vaginas or whatever. <laughs> whatever you got there. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Gutz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... We're going to talk about Senor Santa Claus. We're going to talk about Santa. Santa. Hooray. Mr. Claus. But first. But first. Uh, I have a correction. Okay. So uh, I said that the Salvation Army is Catholic. They're not. They're oh. evangelical, but they're still fuckers. Oh, that's a very minor, a distinction I don't quite understand. It's like, what's the difference between like crazy and batshit crazy, you know? Batshit. They're, they're, they're the, I know they're the batshit ones, but it's like... They but, just rub it all over their face, and that's why they're batshit crazy, because they have poop on their face. Is this a reference to something I don't understand? No. Nope. Okay, you're, just, you just said it. It's just, just words that were said. Me in a mood. Okay, <laughs> great. Kyle, I work. I have a job. Like, well, okay, that's a strong statement. <laughs> I, I have a job. You attend a job. That I go to. At least for several days now. Yeah. How's that feeling now? It's you, like being an adult. Ugh, isn't the worst. I hate it so um, much. How long did you go jobless? Ten months. Ten months. How do you feel about it now that you have one other than you're an adult? Why does anybody do this willingly? Oh my god. It's <laughs> wouldn't the world be better? Let's just exchange goods and services with hugs. It makes me want to walk around town and try to get hit by a car. <laughs> you're like But one with good insurance. Yeah, oh for sure. Oh, I've I've thought about this like what are the things that I could do that are your fault? Not your fault, sometimes your fault, that like then I could just chill, like yeah. low impact, high reward, yeah. you know, like I yeah. don't need all my toes necessarily. Right. You know, right. I, that'd be fine. I mean, just don't hurt your mouth. We need you. I, I need my mouth for it. That's a bigger deal than this podcast. <laughs> Maybe ears, uh, heads, shoulders, knees, and toes. Oh no, no toes. Okay. Um, Eyes and ears <laughs> and mouth and nose. Cabeza, hombros, penis, pies, penis, pies. I remember that from Spanish class. Penis, pies. Penis, press. Okay, great. <laughs> the worst coffee you've ever had. <laughs> Best part of waking up, penis, press in your cup. <laughs> Tastes a little rank, but you kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to say things about news? Oh, yeah, I have news things. Okay. Happy Hanukkah. Is it? It's Hanukkah right now. Presently? Presently. Where in the days are we? Four. We're four. Okay, number four. All right, halfway there. I mean, when this comes out, it'll be like six five. or five. Well, yeah, happy Hanukkah and Shalom Chabot. Wow. Chabani yogurt. Shalom <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> Very in touch with all religions. Yes, clearly. Yep. Um, it just, it seemed, it seemed, it seemed necessary if we're going to talk about Santa to, to like, you know, Oh, give a nod to other things. Throw a bone to the Jews. <laughs> yeah. I do that. Not a pig, not a pork bone. <laughs> I did that once at the all Jewish fraternity. Oh yeah. Threw a bone to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we are, Aviel. Okay. So first, first when well, I mean, happy Hanukkah was first, That that's hardly news. That's <laughs> hold on. My dog's currently dead. Nope. He's just yakking on a bone. Yep. Christmas vacation I I reference. I, 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 I didn't know Reynolds was Jewish. Okay. <laughs> He's kneeling uh, to Mecca. What? <laughs> that slipped out. I'm sorry. 
was a great you episode so it? far. Good episode. <laughs> I hate it when it slips out. Okay. Okay. What's one and a half? Uh, less than two. <laughs> no, I oh, meant because not what is Hanukkah? <laughs> define one. No, if if Happy Hanukkah was, we're gonna start it all over again mm-hmm. from the top. Just, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm Kyle. Did we do that part? Yeah, we did that part. I did. This is how bad your memory is. You don't. No, I just that part is just so instinctual that maybe I. Okay, I'm I'm Kyle Gatz. That's what I really want to get across here, Mike. Do you have news yes, that's I do. not okay, about so, Hanukkah? Uh, you may or may not have heard. I don't know if this is something that straight people have been paying attention to as much as gay people, but on December 17th, something horrible is going to happen. Okay. Tumblr is removing oh. all of their sexual content, and all my gays are real mad. The homosexuals are in flames. <laughs> Wait, a flame? Are inflamed? <laughs> They're angry. <laughs> yes, I do know about that. Even though I don't use Tumblr for porn, I am in the minority, it seems like, because, man, were people... People are real mad. They're like, that's my primary porn source. Yeah. That, that, where I don't know what to do now. Yeah. And I get it. Part of it, part of the appeal, I think, is that most of the porn that I'm familiar with on Tumblr isn't produced, mm. right? It's not, it's not um, like porn studios and high production value it's amateurs or and you can also just like scroll really quickly through things like the expedition on Pornhub to like find what you want it's like at that point you're 45 minutes in and you're like i gotta catch a bus so like yeah. you're it's just you know yeah, you're so somewhere I, in the congo your dick needs a compass and Pornhub <laughs> is not pointing the way <laughs> sure <laughs> What is wrong with me? <laughs> I'm so tired. My brain is legit super tired. Oh, you well now that you have a job, you have to wake up in the morning time. So stupid. Which I don't. Again, why do people do this? Um, um, so one of the Tumblr things that people have been talking about that I think is really interesting is that I, I don't have any data, unfortunately, but I've heard a lot of people say that what Tumblr is doing is actually homophobic. Hmm. That a lot of the porn that's on Tumblr is of a homosexual nature same-sex nature and that they, they wouldn't be cracking down nearly as hard if it wasn't the case that hmm. see i read someone's like detailed analysis of like this is because of pedophilia underage um, minors that people look at porn on tumblr and instead of then they broke down all the like terrible ways that like this is just a what is it? What is it? The, the phrase, if you like using a jigsaw to hit a hammer on the head with a nail. That wasn't even close enough to the phrase that you don't. It's using a hammer to solve a, a scalpel problem. Yeah. So do you know? <laughs> it's, it's like using a nuclear bomb to take care of your cockroaches. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Wait, they live through nuclear bombs, right? Oh, fuck. That's a bad idea then. Put your nuclear bombs away, everybody. Don't use them. It's not going to kill your cockroaches. Kill your cockroaches one foot at a time. Um, No, what they said is like, there are all these features that Tumblr could have to help prevent child pornography. Like the basic one was have a report button. If you actually research it to report child pornography, you have to hit the share button. And then there's something that says report. And even knowing that, I will never hit a share button on child pornography. I don't care if then we all know that there's a report button after that. Have you ever had any randomly come through Tumblr? No, no, no. I, I, 
I'm talking about like this person's analysis of like what oh, Tumblr should actually be doing. And he pointed out, as I agree with, like, I will not hit the share button, even if it's I know that there's a report function within that. I don't want to be associated with pressing the share button on child porn. Yep. So I, I haven't heard the homophobic thing. I've heard the child porn thing. So what is your prediction? Uh, will Tumblr survive this? Because lots of people are saying like Tumblr's last day is December 18th. I don't know that they'll actually be losing that much ad revenue unless like people are predicting you go there for porn, but also now you won't go there for memes anymore, which I don't, yeah. I think people still use Tumblr for the other shit they use. I don't think they're going to be like, I can't find porn there. So I, now I'll go to another Twitter, place for my porn hub. Twitter, well, for like, but for their to, other, other uh, stuff uh, that they, stuff. yeah, like that's the risk. If they lose the other, they're like, well, I get everything I need from Tumblr, porn, memes, racism, tweens like i get i cat get photos cat, you know just everything it's clear we don't use tumblr because i don't know what it's actually for i don't, I don't know anything. i don't I, understand I it, it wrong somebody had to correct my spelling did you put an night. e in it yeah okay mr 40 year old well, i mean <laughs> otherwise like i was like wait okay which came first the tumblr or the grinder on the like mm. we're, we're anti-e yeah. yeah 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 and then what is it tinder has an e and you're like straight people you didn't figure it out <laughs> they didn't catch on didn't get the memo nope um, next, Pope Francis, this is when you say, uh-oh. I mean, he, like, he goes both <laughs> ways. Yeah. He, <laughs> Sorry, bisexuals, for associating him with you. That's a mean <laughs> comparison. No, it's just, like, some things he can do are, like, gays are amazing. Also, you're horrible if you are one, so I don't know what you're going to say. Yep. So, in an interview with a Spanish priest about religious vocations, Pope Francis reportedly said that gay stuff... Like has sex stuff? Yeah, has no place in the lives of Roman Catholic priests, religious brothers, and religious sisters. He said things like that before that mm -hmm. you can't, you can't, you can't do anal and be a priest, even if it's little boys. <laughs> and but it's the, he all he followed that up by saying, in our societies, it even seems homosexual homosexuality is fashionable. And in, and this mentality in some way also influences the life of the church. But he 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 basically he's under fire for saying that he thinks that homosexuality like people are choosing it because it's cool. I think that's what so many people think about not only homosexuality but especially right now non-binary gen, gender fluidity trans like they think it's cool to be those things just because they like just because you've never seen it before mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's a trend like it's just literally no one wanted to tell you because they would have gotten murdered and still made today but yep 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 um marianne duddy burke executive director of the queer catholic advocacy group dignity usa why are why are these organizations so like <laughs> dignity usa i immediately thought that that was a queer advocacy group that's associated with the catholic church dignity oh, usa it's not it's it is that oh, is what oh, it is oh great but i would like mm. if you saw a bumper sticker that was like dignity usa oh you'd be like you trump supporter or, yeah, no we're yeah. fine okay yeah. Yeah. Um, i mean even when you said her name i just had an immediate like if you have four names i'm like oh boy <laughs> Well, she said she thinks that Francis, uh, Pope Francis is treating the genuine but limited progress that some countries have achieved in recognizing queer people's basic human rights as a frivolous fad or trend. Mm -hmm. Quote, uh, queer identities aren't a matter of fashion. 
Any gains that have been made in achieving LGBTQI rights in recent decades have come at the cost of incalculable pain and sacrifice by LGBTQI people. Rather than belittle such progress, the Pope should examine how the Catholic Church has contributed to the unjust oppression of LGBTQI people for centuries, and how its unsung LGBTQI clergy and vowed religious men and women have contributed immeasurably to the good it has done. Uh, I had to burp. That whole, like halfway through, I could tell. She put LGBTQI like four times yeah, in one sentence. No, yeah. Anyway, um, that's I, all. I think Catholics hate gay people, but not really. We, the church we, does, but Catholics we, don't. Catholics are actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like people that think it's fashionable and a trend, like haven't looked at any other culture than what they've grown up in. Because like you look at so many other cultures, even like Native Americans with two spirit who revere people who there's no comparison and outside of the Native American, but like that have multiple genders and encapsulated them or, or not the binary gender. Like they just don't know that this is not the first time. It won't be the last. Makes you wonder what's next. Like in a world where like we make a bunch more progress and everybody's cool with trans people. Everybody's cool with non-binary people. Everybody's cool with gay people. Everybody's cool. Like when we, when we reach the point where sexual minorities have become accepted and okay, what's the next battleground going to be? Cause I agree with you. It's going to be mm. something. <laughs> I'm not expecting an answer. I'm just no. I'm thinking because I feel like I, I think I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna be well. You don't want to call it polygamy, but um, polyamory. Polyamory. Yeah, probably. I think that's gonna come after that. People have such a strong association with that and abuse of or taking advantage of children based on Mormon faith that they think that's all it is. So yeah. untrain a lot of people on that. Yeah. And then I think far later than that, after our when you're talking about pedophiles. I think we really need to change our attitudes about how we view pedophiles as obviously it's still bad, but uh, like blaming them versus encouraging them to tell us who they are and tell and let us help them instead of demonizing them. Hmm. I'll be dead by that time. So it won't fucking matter. Merry Christmas. Okay. <laughs> um, next, next president Bush Thank is you. dead. Next. Oh, president Bush is dead. President George Herbert Walker Bush, the fourth is dead ain't herbert walking anymore no he is not i mean he wasn't before he died he was in a wheelchair yeah, yeah. so but that was really good so I'm, think I'm, I'm i'm positively giddy inside of that joke thank you are you hiv positively giddy because i think you're going about talk about aids next i'm going to talk about aids next okay. so uh yeah there are a lot of people out there who are like viciously rabidly against doing any sort of romanticization of his presidency mm. i've had multiple friends on facebook who have who have posted something just hey president bush is dead that's a thing yeah and people jumping in their shit about mm. like how dare you support anything that this horrible man has done thank god that he's dead i've been really very surprised at how just vicious people are being towards anybody who has anything neutral much less positive to mm. say about bush 41 yeah it's hard for me to connect to that because I'm so young and beautiful that I, like, I don't, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't have like vivid memories of the reaction to Bush and like, you know, what happened with him and people with AIDS. And, but when someone said like, when Trump dies in the future, should we feel bad? And I think you can, I don't want anyone to die. Like I'm, in general, don't want people to die. Like, I just don't want anyone to die. 
you're going to be very disappointed. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to worry so much. And it, like, yeah, it'll be news. So I like my suspicion is that people are rightfully still angry at Bush because of how he handled AIDS. Okay. So first of all, he was a Republican that came into office in 1989. Was he supposed to like wave a rainbow flag and dump billions of dollars into <laughs> AIDS research? Like, I don't, I think in context, he should be cut some slack. Yeah. I, I always struggle with this of like the, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. You, you can still blame him for cutting funding for people with AIDS and causing the death of the, these people with AIDS. Sure. Context is important to understand why he did it, what his motivations were, what his beliefs were, but you can still think he's a shithead for doing that. Like, I don't necessarily think cutting slack is what I would call it. I would just call it just more like understanding the context of. Okay. Separate from that. It doesn't matter if you liked the man or not. Him passing is of historical significance. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. remembering his presidency is bound to bring nostalgia. I Like, I've been reliving him being on TV and announcing that we were going to war in Iraq. Hmm. In, in the, you know, um, the Gulf War. Yeah. And I think that people are somehow so pissed off, so frustrated with the current state of things that they are desperate to lash out at anything that they can mm. and what, I am think, I, what am i trying to am i even making any sense i feel like yes. i'm just fucking this up because i have i'm very strongly opinionated about this and i can't make my words come out of my face hole usually i think that people are like you did you say like romanticizing the like when someone dies you look back at the positive things and you're not supposed to talk ill of the dead like that's a thing in society that yeah. we don't are not supposed to do we're supposed to remember them fondly we're supposed to write an obituary obituary about all the great things they did so i think there are understandable there is understandable anger at that but then sometimes that anger can get conflated with exactly like you're saying like this is historical and it will be on tv and there should be newspaper articles about it yeah and hopefully they talk about they don't just say he was president and that was really cool and you know hopefully they do explain the mix mixture of good and bad that happened during that time and yeah so yeah i think people can conflate any kind of statement about it with a positive reference yeah okay great i solved it bush is dead bush is dead long live the bush <laughs> um you want to talk about santa no oh you have more things i mean i do eventually i have two things okay uh number one number one numero uno Numero uno. We were on a new LGBT podcast called Uncensored Visionaries. So yeah. take a listen to our interview. Were um, we uncensored? I forget. We, no, we were just visionary. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, we, it's a LGBT interview podcast for LGBT people. Um, and we were interviewed for one of the early episodes, which is kind of cool. Um, it's like episode 10-ish. Plus he was beautiful. Me? No. Oh. I said, plus he was beautiful. He was beautiful. Oh, I misheard you. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was he was pretty. But that's not part. You can't see him in it. But so. But we did. But we did. And we were. It was. Okay. It with was, that. Vision. <laughs> it we was our vision. <laughs> we it wish. Was visionary. He, and we wish he was more uncensored with his clothing. Um, <laughs> the next thing. <laughs> the next thing is I am going to dig in real deep to the listener mailbag, which I haven't done in a while. Ooh. Elbow deep. 
Uh, I think I'm going to the upper cheek. Great. <laughs> so far in, <laughs> you've lost a shoulder. Okay. Um, hi, Kyle and Mike. I love your podcast and haven't missed a single episode. Ironically, I think two gay guys talking about vaginas is probably one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Yeah. As a woman, it's hard to put into words just how much societal and internalized with an S like favorite had a U and internalized has an S. So it must oh, be like, so she British, British, Australian, Australian, some kind of, um, bad at spelling. One of these things. Yep. Um, this is an important thing she's saying that I'm like, okay, uh, it's hard to put into words just how much societal and internalized misogyny we carry every day. You're respectful. Your respectful and insightful thoughts on vaginas and it and what it means to have one was exactly what I needed to hear. Your episode made me rethink the way I approach and appreciate my body. It's also given me the courage to go after what I've dreamt of for a long time and try to get pregnant. Whoa. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And also, Mike, I hope you find the partner of your dream, a vagina or no vagina. Love to you both, Kayla. Well, thanks, Kayla. Holy shit, Mags. Yeah. I sometimes, like, at this point, do people lie to try to get me to save their... <laughs> I never thought I would get a girl pregnant. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. no, that was such a sweet email. And I, I it's, it's always very flattering when we help someone in some way decision make a decision or find something new or i don't know it's just very it's very thank you for sending that in thank you for listening it's just very cool i hope you i hope your baby's so gay and now you know exactly how to handle them i hope your baby is named after one of us (laughs) oh my god or name it gayish (laughs) <laughs> that'd be, that'd be a hell of a name gayish tm <laughs> we will sponsor your baby mm-hmm. <laughs> we will buy the advertising rights to your baby uh anyway thanks kayla thanks kayla okay do you want to talk about santa oh god why, why? okay let's talk about santa okay what's the what's the worry um okay are we getting right into it let's do it i was a humbug last year it was my first Christmas as a single person. Mm-hmm. It has not gotten better. Oh. I'm feeling pretty humbuggish this year. So part of me was like, oh, we'll do an episode about Santa and it'll perk me right up. I'll be singing and baking cookies any day now. Uh-huh. No. No? Yeah. I mean, we'll see after you the episode s- is over. Maybe you'll maybe you'll put the joy of the Christmas spirit heart song in my whatever. <laughs> do you have what sad things about Santa? Santa equals Christmas equals I'm alone. Oh, it hasn't has it changed? It hasn't changed at all since last year. It has a lot. Wait, that's opposite of what you just said. No, I and I think it's way better. But I've gone from like negative a hundred to like a four. Okay. You just moved 104 points. Okay. Well, yeah. That's incredible. That's huge. But I'm still... I mean, it's still sad. Like, it's not great. But at the same time, it's like, that's huge progress. Upside, I'm buying gifts for almost nobody. Oh, great. Do I get a gift? Yeah. Am I getting you a gift? I don't know. Did you last year? I don't remember. It clearly meant a lot to me. (laughs) (laughs) And you too. And me. No, I don't know. I probably did. I feel like we give each other gifts. Yeah. 
of varying. Like, you know, sometimes it's a $5 thing. Sometimes it's a, yeah, I think we'll, okay, I'll try to get you a gift. Oh, hmm? I got you a something that you didn't use. I, the, we gave it to Jeremy instead. <laughs> what was it? The puzzle escape room. You didn't go to it. That was for my birthday? No, I mean, for my good. Christmas? I think that was Christmas. Yeah, because I bought, I bought everybody the same thing for Christmas last year, which was to go to this puzzle room. But I went to one puzzle room. Yes, that was my birthday. Ah, shit. And you put that together. Yeah. Yeah, but then uh, for Christmas, then, was... then I got the same thing for everybody. And, and when we went, you didn't go. And so we gave your ticket to Jeremy. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that was my Christmas gift to him. You just pass the love along. Your um, Christmas gift to everybody else in the group. Not having to put <laughs> I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, gee, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I don't know. Go first. You usually go first. Sure. Um, it's just there's no date. Like, I didn't look up any data on Santa because what would that be? Because he's you know? not real. It's like like Just, trying to find. We, do we goat? have small children? <laughs> I hope not. Hey kids, I know you usually listen. <laughs> Maybe don't listen to this. Hey one. children under ten, <laughs> go find an adult and tell them to take your phone away because you should not be listening to this podcast. Okay, um, I'm going to tell you about Santa's husband. What? Ah. What? What? That's not a thing. Or is it? Oh God. I mean, okay. So Santa's husband is a book a children's book it's the title of the book that is the title of a children's book santa's husband santa's husband okay also one of them is black what (laughs) there is a okay let me back up and tell you the um from the beginning so next you're gonna tell me jesus wasn't white (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) um it's christmas time everything's white including jesus great um Okay, so Daniel Kibblesmith, who is a you writer. You made that name up. Kibblesmith. Kibble <laughs> real Smith. name. He was born to do comedy. He's a writer for The Colbert Show, uh, The Late Night with Stephen Colbert. Um, this is, maybe his name should be Kibble and Bits and Smith. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daniel, if you're listening, why sponsor a baby? Yeah. Kibbles and Bits should sponsor him. Back to Santa. Okay, so Daniel Kibblesmith... Um, on <laughs> his name sounds so dumb. He <laughs> really got made fun of as a kid. Poor guy. Okay, on Twitter, his uh, thing is at Kibblesmith. Um, he said, "Me and his then fiance, now wife, at Jen Ashley Wright with a W, have decided our future child will only know about Black Santa. If they see a white one, we'll say that is his husband. <gasps> there was uh." That was in uh, when there was big news about like they hired a mall Santa and he was black and everyone was up in arms. So he tweeted this as a joke in uh, December 2016. I love it so much. That's that's funny, right? Yeah. Um, what about Mrs. Claus? It's not. That's not a thing. It's Mr. Claus. Right. But we there's Mrs. Claus like on Christmas cards and on like, For some of them. Just like there's some white Santa Clauses, but there's also some black Santa Clauses. Sorry, I just want to know what he would say to his children, should they exist, about like, there's white Santa and white Mrs. Claus. Well, that's that's real Santa's husband, and who's this bitch? Yeah, I mean, but that's the same thing for, like, that's the same thing as if you see a black Santa, like, you're like, wait, but I've seen a white Santa. But like, Santa and his family can be many things to many people. Okay. 
I mean, like every country has their own Santa thing. So like, you know, if someone learns about the, I don't know, who has a different Dutch version of Santa. I'm going to talk about Russian Santa for a whole segment. Shut the fuck so. up. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, I'm ex- Okay. Um, are you going to do it in Russian or in English? Talking in Nogan. I'll talk in your Nogan. <laughs> um, anyway, this tweet turned into an actual book. So he ended up p- pitching the book. Why can't one of our tweets turn into a fucking book? I've... I've tweeted genius things and none of them have become a book. Um, so you got to work for this shit. I know. Um, he's like, in the past, he had written for like The Onion and like other. He's, I click hole and other <laughs> things. That's just the name of a website. It's the way you said it. Like, like how do I say it? Well, I like, I think of it or hear it in my head as click hole, right? But it, to me, the way that you just said it sounded like click hole, like find a hole and click it. I just realized that this butthole. dick hole. Click a butthole. If you put the C and the L together, it looks like dick hole. How's this episode going, Kyle? We're going down a click hole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can get out. Okay. He pitched the book to Harper Design and they just like basically rushed to make it. So this came out the next, the following year in 2017. Sweet. Um, and so the book... Basically, there's not, it's not like a narrative book. It's not like, you know, they do like they're going on an adventure and have to solve problems or whatever. They basically take the standard scenarios of, okay, Santa is helping, like talking to the elves. And so Santa is black. His gay husband, who is white, is uh, Santa's husband. And Santa's husband helps with the elves and, you know, they'll, they sometimes fight, but they solve their fights over milk and cookies. So it takes all these typical, you know, things about what Santa does and puts a gay husband in those scenarios. That's pretty great. I, okay. You think it's problematic? No, I mean, okay. This is one of those things where I'm going to like be upset about the 10% in general awesome book they like this guy is very much on the right side of fuck you all santa can be black and have a husband like like he's he's definitely on the right side so i i don't like when people attack these like the minutia of someone's thing so so it's not that i'm very supportive of it go buy it it's gonna be adorable it's a children's book it'll be great the the pieces that i wish maybe he like reframed or stated a little bit differently is a couple of things he said one quote i want to do another humor book and to him it this was a the 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 tweet that he made was a joke of well my kids won't even know about you know they're only going to know about black santa so he made a joke which i like that that's cool but then to like view this book as a joke like yeah. there's yeah the only yeah, joke yeah, yeah. is he's black and gay like that's not a joke you know like that th- a joke is like Santa farts when he falls down the chimney. Yeah. That's hold on. I'm going to write a book. <laughs> Black gay Santa farts <laughs> on the way down the chimney. Oh my God. It could just be black gay Santa farting at every scenario. He, he drinks some milk and then farts. <laughs> he hops on the sleigh and then farts. <laughs> and didn't he fart his nose so bright? Um, oh my God. When he hold on. Uh-oh. Black gay Santa <laughs> fart. I'm, I don't know if I'm, I'm worried. The very first result on Google 
is Santa farts porn gay videos. What? <laughs> are you serious? Yes. What? He? Are you watching it? Your head just turned <laughs> to the side like a dog that heard a weird noise they don't understand. Well, there's this very attractive African-American gentleman masturbating with the Santa head on. <laughs> is he... He farting? must be farting. <laughs> we don't have the audio on. We'll assume he's farting. Yep. Well, that's fun. It's, this is going to be the non-born version, but, if I, that wasn't clear. But it was gay black Santa. There's so many things there, like Santa in a porn, much less black Santa in a porn, much less black Santa in a porn farting. Mm -hmm. That's so many. That's such a niche. Yep. There's like 10 people that are really into that. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Would you bang Santa? I think <laughs> how many cookies is he going to give me after in which hole <laughs> what's the shape of the frozen cookie dough oh my god <laughs> just weird sexual images that I'm getting like antlers and oh. tubes of frozen cookie dough and I don't Sand, I'm going on the naughty list right now. <laughs> um, okay, another thing. <laughs> when Sometimes when we veer off track, mm -hmm. we keep veering, and I'm trying to make a full U-turn. Nope. <laughs> the full loop all the way back to where we were. Okay. okay. We're in the roundabout. We're in the roundabout. We've gone past all of the exits. <laughs> okay. So another thing he said that I didn't, just a, a, some some massaging of the wordage here. He said, quote, the story became these jokes and mini stories about Santa and Santa's husband and their life together. But it's also about people who want to police Christmas and tell you what you can and can't believe in. Everyone can have their own traditions. And this is the easiest way to show off that potential. Mm. And that like there's a mix in there because I do like saying, fuck you, we can do this anyway. But it also felt I guess this just reinforced the idea that it was a joke to him versus trying to tell an authentic story about two gay Santas that do some stuff together, you know? And I strongly dislike that we think people have to have had the experience to write about something like, yeah, um, I was just going to ask if it would make a difference to you if this person were gay that um, were writing it, if the author were gay. And I, I and I, I have to like, I think people that have had an experience have an advantage because they can write it more authentically. So when you don't, have that experience, you have to do a little bit more work to get the background to make sure you're telling something in an authentic way. People have and always will write stories that have never happened to them. Um, and that's fine. Um, whether it's stories about real people or fiction about things they haven't been through, like I don't JK Rowling, I think she made up like 80% of that book. Hogwarts is real. There's no Harry Potter. He was shaved. He was a non-Harry Potter. <laughs> Hairless Potter? <laughs> Twink Potter. Um, <laughs> so the fact that, he, like, you know, on one hand, I love the idea of, like, let's shove this in your face of, like, these things. <laughs> um, let's shove it in your face of, like, these gay Santas can be interracial and gay and awesome. But, like, the way he describes it as a joke versus trying to tell a story means I don't, I don't think he did the research to figure out what would gay Santa do that's different than, you know, I think it also seemed really easy. Just the fact that this tweet randomly turned into this book makes me think like, 
in your, if you're the early person getting to this, you don't have to be good just first. And I want to make a, maybe I, maybe I'll make a gay Santa book. That's, that's, I think is maybe not good. Good is a mean way to say it, but just different and coming from more of a gay perspective. Hmm. That was a long, I feel like I talked a lot about that book. Mike, oh, do you have thoughts before we move on? No. No. <laughs> are you, do you, are you, I'll just say like, are you 100% supportive or do you understand like any of my reservations or like what, where do you fall? Am I being too nitpicky basically? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I think Santa's not real. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, segue. Let's just let's just move right into it. I'll like Great. give you my my thoughts and whatnot. But uh when did you find out the Santa wasn't real? Don't say just now or my heart will be broken. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> Go do some research and um I was like Let, let's back up even further. Did your family tell you about Santa? Like when you were a kid was Santa a thing? Yes. Okay. And when did you like what was your It must have been when I was like in elementary school i forget when it's always the other fucking kids uh i stayed up oh you had an older brother though i did but that wasn't like i remember when i was like really little me and my brother would like the night before christmas like we were we'd like lay in the same bed and we were talking about like well i heard that like this person like this guy at school his dad can't drink milk and the milk was gone in the morning you know like oh, yeah. dumb logic that like as kids we were like trying to figure it out I stayed up one year really late and peeked around the corner and oh saw my parents putting them out. Oh my God. I mean, it's like, if I just want the truth, I'll just wait and see. And so that's how I figured it out. And what? No, that just is like, what a conniving little kid. <laughs> like you're just, you, you were like investigator Jones or encyclopedia I, brown nose or <laughs> something. What? I mean, I just like, it was the most rational way to figure this out. Right. Like, I was just like, I want to know. Why didn't you and just someone, ask your parents? Oh no, no, no. Even like when they told, <laughs> when they told us it was, we, I think it was something like, Oh no, no, no. That present is from one of me or my brother said, Oh, like that presents from Santa though. And my parents were like, well, it's kind of the same. And that was our talk about it. Wow. There okay. wasn't a like, he's not real. That's too direct for my family. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't ask them. They wouldn't tell me. <laughs> we have to sneak around things and it's fun. Totally unrelated. You really need to be in therapy. Oh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's coming back, coming back to town in like a month. I have an appointment with, a, I have a psychiatrist and I have an appointment with a therapist that is, she's very busy <laughs> and I'm going to meet Great. with her in a month. I'm excited about it. Cause you're right. What about you and Santa? Oh, well I had two younger brothers. So I, I distinctly remember some like talking about it at school and getting the like yeah well santa's not real and talking about it and i i totally bought into the santa's not real thing as soon as i heard it as an idea oh. and then you ruined it for your brothers no oh. at least i i don't think i did i tried not to i remember i remember mom having the conversation with me about like okay don't ruin it for martin and matthew mm. and i think i probably failed at that because <laughs> the truth just wants to burst out of me no i i i don't know i um i remember trying not to hmm. whether i succeeded or not who knows yeah 
but I, I got to thinking, so I have a whole bunch of questions, like just stuff that I want to talk about. Santa is terrifying. Like if you break <laughs> it down, the idea of Santa is terrifying. Why don't kids recognize this? Why aren't they scared of Santa? He sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> he knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. He's basically God and Jesus. Mm-hmm. He sneaks into your house at night through the chimney. And if you don't have a chimney, still somehow still does it. breaks in. He like he's terrifying. Yeah. I think it's because when you present it, it's always like, but he's laughing. Or like, but he loves cookies. Like people that love cookies can't be evil. Boy, that's a lesson to teach your kids. <laughs> well, I don't know if this is part of what you're going to talk about. Like, that is kind of messed up to, like, say that that's cool for some dude. Like, if you say Santa's fine, like, and someone sees Santa, oh, man, you're going to get child raped. Like, you're just. Yeah. Yeah. This whole Santa business, like, if it weren't that he's belly rumbled like a bowl full of jelly or whatever the fuck they say and he didn't eat cookies yeah and i don't know somehow tames reindeer i it would be (laughs) he he would be terrifying if he wasn't a reindeer tamer (laughs) (laughs) into leather harnesses and and whips to make them go Mm -hmm. and i just it's just it's just it's scary and he compared he can be everywhere at once like there's no way you're going to get through all of all of the houses in the entire fucking world in one night without some like next level scary shit happening i've been trying to get through as many houses in one (laughs) night for a long time and i really don't make it through that many yeah so another question when there's like a two-year-old screaming bloody ass murder because she does not fucking want to be on santa's lap (laughs) is that child abuse i mean I don't think it's child abuse because two-year-olds are fucking dipshits. <laughs> what do you really think? And they need to shut the fuck up and do what they're told. No. Take your goddamn adorable picture, you little fucker. <laughs> Smile and look happy so I can send this to your mom and dad. Oh, wait. No, we're your mom and dad. I stole you, you and I'm sending this as a ransom picture to your mom and dad. An adorable <laughs> ransom picture. <laughs> and I don't own a camera, so we're going to the mall. <laughs> we need so a ransom picture. I don't own a camera. I can't buy one because then they'll have a credit card receipt. So we got to do this weird roundabout thing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wow. No, okay. <laughs> what was your question? Is it child oh, abuse? Oh, I think so. I do think that there's probably a better like a better approach is what are you comfortable? Hey, we'd love to take a picture with you and Santa. Like one, do you want to do that? Yes or no. This is sort of like that thing. I don't know if it's been true every year, but this year I feel like I saw a lot of like, don't make your kids hug Mm. Aunt Betty at Thanksgiving. Yes. I know articles. I feel like I've been hearing that way more recently than I ever have. Teach your kids about consent. Yes. And like, yeah. And they don't have to hug someone. You can't, you don't have to force them to hug someone like that. Of course, sometimes Aunt Betty has a mustache and you don't want to like you just I it's scary and you don't like her and you and just put on your new white dress and she's got red wine and she will spill tonight. Yes. Um, I am Aunt Betty because <laughs> I spilled so much this weekend. <laughs> yes, um, you did. But yeah, I think they're like they're probably the more effective way would be something like, do you want to? Yes or no. OK, if you do, 
what are you comfortable with? Do you want to sit on his lap? Do you want to stand beside him? Also know that you're the one that gets to make this decision. No one, including Santa, can force you to do any of these things. Like, there's probably the whole, like... Except he'll put you on the naughty list, and then you're fucked. No one... don't get any presents. No one can put you on the naughty list without your consent. Susie. Little Susie. That's a good... That's a good bumper sticker. Yeah? (laughs) I mean... I like that. But, yeah, I mean, there's probably a... Then again, like, I'm also not a parent, so also the hypothetical way that you should do things is not... I doubt is always realistic. Like, you sometimes might just have a fucking screaming child that you're like, you sit on this person's lap, we take a picture, and you get the fuck out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't blame... I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, people definitely have this idea that they remember what their childhood would like was like, and they want to recreate that. And so... To, to tell their kid that Santa isn't real or the Easter Bunny isn't real, that the Tooth Fairy isn't real or any of these not real things. Jesus isn't real. No. Um, <laughs> but but they think that they're stealing something away from that kid. And Ooh. so they, like even if they don't want to, they kind of force them to or guilt them into it so that they, they think when they get older, they'll look back and, and think fondly on it. Yeah. Which like who has ever looked back on a Christmas photo with Santa? You know, like... I, for one, I don't think we ever did that, actually. Oh. Is there Santa in Texas? Uh, he is. He wears a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. And his belly shakes like a bowl full of rifle queso. ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> queso. Okay, I like queso better. Um, oh, uh, so, I mean, I've been thinking about, like, do you tell your kids about Santa? Like, do you... The idea of making up a person and lying to your kids feels weird when you think about it but yeah you don't want to like deprive them of this fun magic thing but also i feel weird about like just completely lying to them about this thing because you should be the person that is always they can always trust yeah that is honest so i i don't have that figured out and i'm glad i'm never reynolds does not know that santa's fake nor does he know that santa is a thing because never use that word in front of him so i did find a 2016 article from psychology today written by vanessa labu phd and she says that it's okay for kids to believe in santa and it's a lengthy article i read the first sentence of many of these paragraphs (laughs) and the end result of the article is at least as far as this one psychologist child psychologist's opinion is concerned it doesn't hurt the child for the parent to encourage even a belief in Santa <laughs> and that, that fantasy is a normal and healthy part of child development and that, yes, they should always trust their parents and that their tr- parents are going to tell them the truth. And apparently studies have shown that uh, lying to them <laughs> about Santa <laughs> doesn't, in fact, damage that trust. Oh. So, because kids are idiots, though, because like they don't really, they don't realize that, like, oh, you just lied to me a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. I didn't know there were any studies. That's what was. Uh, when was that published? And Two, under in what journal? 2016 in Psychology Today by Dr. Vanessa Lobu, PhD. I already said that. I just wanted you to say Laboob again. Laboo. <laughs> oh, boo. L O capital B U E. Oh, I thought it was Laboob. Laboob. Have you seen my Laman boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Mine too, man. Because they're, it's... you know, yeah. I got a bowl full of jelly. I got two cups of jelly <laughs> above my bowl full of jelly. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Santa Claus is not child abuse, even though I think it is. <laughs> okay. 
That's the end of the segment. Was any of that gay? No, but why why does it have to be gay? Do do you... What podcast are we hosting again? It's gay-ish. This is the ish in the gayish. I mean, that hat's pretty gay, Santa. Santa, it's so furry. (laughs) What you gonna do with that? And I asked you if you would bang Santa. Would you bang Santa? I didn't ask you that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No further what questions. <laughs> mostly for the story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, hey, even hey, if... Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. I banged Santa. Yeah. How was he? <laughs> Did his elves join? <laughs> it was like hot jelly in there <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> where what kind of toys did is did he have <laughs> okay candy cane dildos and sugar plums gingerbread house boys um yeah those elves those elves their ears pokey for a reason ear fucking talk about ear fucking all of those elves it turns out in real life they're just muscle cubs oh just like little people Muscle cubs? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to tell you about a documentary that Ooh. followed five different mall Santas. Uh, it's called I Am Santa Claus. Oh, but I am Santa Claus. No. <laughs> it's, Great. That's just incorrect. Um, I have... <laughs> Where I actually started writing down my Black Santa farts idea. I just have BLAC. <laughs> I just saw that again. Why did I actually write that? I made a dumb idea and then actually wrote it down as if I, for a second, was like, you know what? <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. It was a good bit. <laughs> and I, I don't want it to. Okay. Um, yeah, you were writing it. You were fake writing it, like, for my benefit. No, I was. To pantomime. I guess so. It, but but I really like, wrote letters but down. But was actually open. <laughs> yeah. So I saw this on an, in an article on CNN by John D. Sutter. And there was, this documentary came out in 2014. It was on Netflix. I didn't see it there anymore. So. Okay. You probably have to just steal it if you want to watch Take it. Take your word for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, the article's still there. The documentary is not there. I got that. If okay. I, I feel like if I wanted to be pretentious, I would say documentary. You know, like documentary. Wait, documentary. Documentary. Document. Oh, tree. There you go. <laughs> documentary. It's like schedule. It's like, oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, yes. Yes. You're wise. <laughs> you know things. And because it's reality, there are no actors. There are no actors. <laughs> Just life on life's stage. Um, okay. One of them. Weirdest episode ever, I think. Sh- sh- go sh- ahead. Sh- go sh- ahead. Sh- okay. <laughs> Aside, one of the five Santas, mall Santas they followed around, is the wrestler Mankind. What? Which, like, like I. WWE? Yeah. Like, I don't actually remember who is, I, but I think he was kind of like wild, like crazy hair and was like, anyway, he became, uh, moved on. <laughs> As one does. Like he retired to santa Yes. Okay. Why, yes. Great. Yes, he did. So that's weird. But, I mean, it's not, I support him. It was just unexpected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but what, who I'm really going to tell you about is Jim Stevenson, who uh, lives in Texas. He's, oh, there are Santas in Texas. There are Santas in Texas. <laughs> um, he's in his 70s. He has a big, long beard. He doesn't have any kids. And he's gay. Okay, uh, so, I'm very nervous now. 
<laughs> what you think I'm going to say? And then he molested a yes. bunch. Of, no, and that's like I. So that okay. So in um, in one of the scenes, it shows Jim Stevenson uh, kissing his boyfriend on a merry-go-round. This is oh, I should have quoted one scene. Oh, in one scene, he quote kissing his. <laughs> In one of the scenes, he, quote, kissing his... Hold on. I can get there. Don't say anything. I'm going to get there. In one scene, he can be seen, quote... That feels so weird. In one scene, in the documentary... What is wrong with your mouth? You know what, Michael Johnson? (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with your ugly face? Um, Anyway, in one of the things you see other things... (laughs) Just like the whole like five minutes we spent trying to figure out what gifts we gave each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Worst five minutes in podcast history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, he was seen kissing his boyfriend on a merry-go-round, dealing antiques in a Texas store, and posing for photos in his underwear. Okay. Why he didn't get shot in that antique store in Texas is beyond me, because that's very... Was it Santa underwear? Um, that is... That is... This is no sarcasm. A very good question. What <laughs> underwear does Santa wear? It has to be red and like furry white things on it, right? Yeah. Or he just goes commando. <laughs> Do you think they said in his underwear meaning nothing? It's just implied that in a Santa jockstrap, there's just like a, a Santa hat on the over his dick. <laughs> it just leaves room for Ranger's red nose to just light up the way um <laughs> i bet it's a leather jock strap yeah you yeah. think that's what santa a red leather it's, jock strap, it's though. M- made out of a former reindeer that was unruly <laughs> the unheard of reindeer like ralph yeah <laughs> <laughs> ralph you have a red nose but you gotta get in line <laughs> rudolph's coming up through the rings and ralph got nervous oh no and then santa was like you know what ralph i pay you too much he's a under he's a new up-and-comer where i can pay him a quarter of your salary yeah salary i need more wine for clearly <laughs> Okay, but there is one part where John D. Sutter actually does say nothing he found referenced. Like the yeah, the immediate fear is oh my god, like you know the the worry would be of, of stupid people would be that you know having kids on the lap of a gay person and you know he might do whatever the fuck. But the person that wrote this article did not see any of that. Uh, other than like you can find shitty comments on like anything on on the internet. So it wasn't that, but there was no big like pushback, no big fear or negative response to gay Santa, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. So that was in 2014. And part of it was he was saying like, this might have, this documentary might have just flown up under the radar. Yeah. It, it's a sleigh rode through the fog under the cover of, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm exhausting my Santa jokes. <laughs> I think I might be out. Um, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Just, just participating in this conversation is tiring. <laughs> um, yeah, so there there wasn't any big pushback or anything, and apparently he can fucking wear his underwear in an antique store in Texas and be cool. So there are, there are gay Santas. Because he's used to being all bundled up because it's fucking cold at the North Pole. Uh, and then he got down to Texas and he's like, fuck this shit. Hot damn. Peeled it all off. My <laughs> All the way down to his... 
Ralph Jockstrap. <laughs> he was like, I am inappropriately attired for this climate. Yeah, that was that. Great. What do you got? Russian Santa. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you ready for Russian Santa? I mean, but to be fair, to get to all those houses, he has to be Russian. Okay, that, that was hilarious, and you know it, and you know it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> Sorry, he has to be Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one, me. Okay. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you should tweet that. And then write a book about it. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so, I promise there's a gay portion. Okay. I'll wait for it. The Russian counterpart to Santa Claus is named Died Moroz, which is just Russian for Grandfather Frost. No. And it, there's all kinds of, um, like, Eastern European versions of Died Moroz. In Russia, Belarus, Ukraine, Serbia, former Yugoslavia. Oh, God, burps. Okay. So, uh, his Grandfather Frost, or Old Man Frost, it depends on the language. But the thing that's crazy about Died Moroz is... He delivers his presents at New Year's, not at Christmas. But like, is it because they celebrate Christmas then? Or it's just he's a person that delivers things in New Year's? I didn't understand the question, but Christmas <laughs> is still a thing in Eastern Orthodox religions. But Mr. Frost comes at New Year's, not Christmas time. That's right. Got it. Okay. That's right. Okay. So Tim Rose delivers gifts to well-mannered children on New Year's Eve. He only wears blue, though. Santa wears red, Jemiro's wears blue. That makes sense. Frost, blue. Yes. Those yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. He travels with his granddaughter, Snegurochka, which is just snow maiden. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, she wears long silver blue robes and a furry cap or a snowflake like crown. He does not molest her. <laughs> that we know of. Um, <laughs> she'll come out with allegations soon. Uh, apparently similar characters in other cultures do not have a female companion. So like the Russian, the fact that Russian Santa has this like female companion that goes with him places is different. Hmm. Okay. So here's where it gets good. Do <laughs> you mean like our entire podcast? Yeah. <laughs> After 96 episodes, here's, <laughs> here it is everyone. <laughs> Um, so after the Russian Revolution, Christmas traditions were sort of forbidden because they were considered to be religious and the Soviet influence on Russian culture said, you know, that no, no, no to religion. But Demiroz kept going and sort of the different traditions got funneled into more or less the modern version hmm. uh, today. But then in the 90s, when it was opening to the West, Santa sort of made an appearance so then for a short period of time that they had both. They had Santa at Christmas and they had Dead Moros at New Year's Eve. Huh. And there was this big fight over real Russians don't were don't have Santa. Oh. Real Russians do Grandfather Frost, right? That is that would be interesting to be like all of a sudden like can you imagine all of a sudden we're like, oh by the way, in the fourth of July like there's a uh, Ardvark. Yep. His name is Thomas, and <laughs> right. he brings you, uh, like, it's just, that's a weird thing to introduce to a, like, brand new. Yeah, but, like, all because we made contact with, like, had more dealings with some other country. Right? Yeah. Anywho, he's very popular. 
They decided that Veliki Ustug is his hometown. That's an actual town, though. The mayor of Moscow said that that was his his uh, his hometown. And that post office, the real post office in that town, has received approximately two million letters. Jesus Christ. Uh, from within Russia and from all over the world. And President Putin even went there <laughs> as part of Russian Orthodox Christmas Eve celebrations. That's great. Yeah. It just makes me wonder, like, who make someone just made that up and said that's where he's from? Like, yep. it's just so crazy, like, where these things come from. And now it's like a... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing, right? Um, he was considered as a potential mascot for the 2014 Winter Olympics. What? In Sochi. They, they were like, yeah, let's make Grandfather Frost. Something I really like about Russian Santa is that there's also a bad guy. Mm. It, actually, a bad woman. There's Baba Yaga, who children are told wants to steal their gifts <laughs> and so that they they need to that that jedmaros and snigorochka um give give the presents and they fight off baba yaga to like here are these presents baba yaga is going to try to take them but we're going to stop her of course like, russia has something like <laughs> but our santa fights off the <laughs> evil person because everything's a battle here yep Yep, yep, yep. You know how you know how NORAD has that tracker that shows where Santa is. Yeah, they have GLONASS, which is the Global <laughs> Navigation Satellite System, and they track Dead Moroz on New Year's Eve. Mm. You can log in and see everywhere that he's going. Anyway, uh, this has gone on longer than I wanted it to. Dead Moroz is Russian Santa. He wears blue. He does his thing on New Year's Eve, and uh, the only gay part is that <laughs> I there was this um. There was this cartoon that I saw, and I can't find it now, and it's really stressing me out, of 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 um, Jim Meros, like beating up on Santa, and then like sodomizing him. What? Because because he was the real Russian one, like like fuck you, Santa, get out. Yeah, literally, but fuck literally, you. fuck you, Santa. So <laughs> the idea um, that like fucking someone in the ass is like, I guess that's how the animal 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 the animal the animal kingdom <laughs> treats like showing superiority yeah but it's just weird to me when you see like yeah i'm the winner i'm gonna fuck you in the ass it's like that's, <laughs> i mean the i mean it's not not gay <laughs> <laughs> it, but it is is horrible and i noticed that snigorochka was not in that cartoon like I'm, I'm pretty sure that the granddaughter would have put a stop to it you, like or just she's in the witness protection program or something <laughs> like jesus christ i mean not that that's not horrible enough but like uh, to have his granddaughter watch him yeah wow anyway what was the ad for <laughs> no it was like propaganda but, oh but, like but, government propaganda not for government propaganda it was like you know those dirty cartoons that old men used to xerox and send to each other no, no. It used to be a thing. Like my dad had a whole folder full of them from like his cop friends. They'd be like, it, it, back in the old days. There were memes, but instead of having Tumblr, you had to have a copy machine, <laughs> and you would make copies of these cartoons and hand them out, and they were funny and usually perverted or salacious. Hmm. No, I didn't know. I'll see if I can find some more I of those too. Don't know that. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Dirty jokes in picture form. Hmm. And it was like one of those. Hmm. That's weird. That's a weird, yeah, it's a weird representation of like, we're owning you. And also like goes back to like misogyny and, and bottom shaming and, mm -hmm. and gay homophobia. Yep. 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 Gay homophobia. Also. What? A 
apparently, you know Jack Frost? Uh huh. Chestnuts roping, roasting on an open fire. Yeah, he nibbles at your nose or whatever. Nipping at your nose. Nipping. Okay, yeah. Apparently, that can be traced to the same folk legends as Dia de Maros. So we actually do sort of have oh. him in that one line of that one song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, when you like, that's why when you say Mr. Frost or whatever his thing was, like, yeah, I've heard of that before. Great. Next. Uh, no, I'm not. I had a story about a serial killer that was once a mall Santa, but <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and skip that. Great. You know, it's just, let's just try to, let's just leave on the memory of Santa taking it in the ass. <laughs> Isn't that where we want to end it? Get out of Russia, Santa. Yeah. Oh, also Demi Rose is usually uh, skinny, like skinnier. He's not super fat. Oh, interesting. He looks kind of like a wizard. Ooh, like a... Uh, he has a magic staff None shall pass? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, great. Do you want to take a break? Let's then? take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. My name's Lance Marlowe. And I'm Trey Miles. And we are the hosts of Fandemonium, a sports podcast made for fans by fans. We got this podcast going because we got really sick and tired of hearing guys like Skip Bayless talk about the same thing over and over. And if you're tired of listening to guys like Skip Bayless or your boring AM sports radio, give us a try. The Fandemonium Podcast on wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! Cool. Are we back? We're back. We're back. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, but first. our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our Instagram <laughs> Instagram.com <laughs> uh, We are at Gage Podcast on Instagram uh, YouTube Twitter Facebook All the things That's it Yeah Our hotline You can send us a text message Or leave us a voicemail Is 5855-GAGE That's 585-542-9474 Standard rate supply And our email is Podcast At gmail.com That's right also, remember that our 100th episode is coming up very soon. Send in your cues. We'll give you A's. Yeah. <laughs> A plus if you're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've gotten we've gotten some really good questions we and have, yeah. we are th- thirsty for more. <laughs> so send them our way and we will be excited to pick the very best ones. Yes. And answer them. Yes, we will. So the first like after the first of the year. I think it's in January. Mm-hmm. Big Fatty on his show always has Shark Week. <laughs> I saw some tweets with the hashtag Shark Week. Yeah. I've been warned that my I, story from a couple of episodes ago is going to be featured. I saw I saw some references that like, hey, there was a shark story. Shark alert. Yeah. yeah. I just... I. I don't understand, <laughs> and I don't need to, and that's fine. I mean, Shark Week is that's objectively that's, hilarious. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's really funny for sure. Yeah. Uh, you want to do our gayest and straightest? Let's do our gayest and straightest. Okie dokie. I'll go first. Okay, um, great. The gayest thing about me is I watched the Netflix movie uh, featuring Vanessa Hudgens, The Princess Switch. Who? What? Um, did you, you didn't understand any of the Netflix. It's like blockbuster. I got that part great. Yeah. (laughs) If it came through the internet. Um, (laughs) 
uh, Vanessa Hudgens, she rose to fame in her starring role as something on High School Musical. Gay. You know what? Okay. <laughs> um, she had a song called Sneakers that I don't think anyone liked, and her singing career didn't necessarily take off. But anyway, she was in this Netflix movie, and it's... Well done. I mean, somebody had to watch it. It's it, you're if there you're watching a, that, you're a lady or you're gay. Like that's the only reason. There was this Saturday Night Live sketch about Netflix. They don't give a fuck what it is. They are saying yes, make that movie and giving <laughs> it money. Oh my god! When you yeah, like at this point, at first having a Netflix special is pretty cool. <laughs> it's like everyone now. It's like no, but I have more than five thousand followers on Twitter. Yeah. So it's great. <laughs> if you search their Christmas catalog, yep, yep, boy. Hey, Netflix, we want some of that money. We're into that. We can... Uh, Gay Pride Month? Boy, we have a movie for you. We'll make you proud. We don't know what it is yet. Proud. Pride. <laughs> anyway, um, the straightest thing... I didn't have more to that than you said the word proud. That yeah. was all the... Um, my straightest thing is that... I don't remember... I just wrote this down in my notes, and I, I don't remember where I saw it or... Somewhere on the television or something. I mean, to be fair, you spent most of the weekend and Thursday leading up to the weekend blacked out. I, you know, I, <laughs> it varied. There were some light gray moments. <laughs> there were some, there were some green moments. There's, it was all over the board. Um, but yes, I, there was something where I saw this straight guy that made his own wedding cake and it had these like adorable purple uh, ribbons tied into bows around each layer of this white cake. And my immediate response is, oh, my God, he's so gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean and like, that's definitely one of those moments where like, I have to check my like immediate reaction to things is like, look this at is, this fag. Right? I know. <laughs> it's like, this is what I hate is the assumption that just because you do something stereotypically girly, but I still have it so ingrained in me that yeah. like i still have those thoughts of like oh that's gay and like so i i noticed that and had to immediately write it down and you know if you're straight and love very attractive cute wedding cakes good for you and and do the fuck up make it pink if you want you know yeah yeah make in fact make two so that you can eat one of them oh my god i just like don't eat my wedding cake <laughs> that's mine <laughs> <laughs> anyway what about you uh, so the gayest thing about me this week, uh, this weekend we went to a cabin. So my birthday got canceled. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of us were going on a trip and they called us and said, I'm sorry, Mike's birthday <laughs> canceled. It, there was a, there was a blizzard in Salt Lake city and they said, you no, mm -mm. no birthday. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So the gayest thing about me this week for sure was just like getting that news and trying not to cry or have a Aww. like a big old hissy fit like yeah. i was really struggling there for a little while um to have a flight get canceled and have no like this is a charter flight so it's different but to not have there was like, like 20 of us and no idea like everybody like, there's no another one in two hours it's just it's yeah it's just a, no yeah just nope yeah yeah not reschedule you not no. it, yeah it was just sorry yeah game over so gayest thing one <laughs> trying not to have an emotional meltdown in front of all of my friends mm -hmm. 
Gaius number two, we ended up getting this cabin in the mountains and spent the whole weekend together and did awesome things. It was really fun. Yeah. One of the nights was like some serious karaoke happening <laughs> and uh, just singing, singing Wicked was real gay. Where was I? Did I? You were, you were there. This is the blacked out portion of your <laughs> <laughs> weekend. Was I awake for this? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You had just got done singing. Um, something dumb <laughs> probably <laughs> but Guess yeah. I, I don't know yeah uh um, chris, chris and i he 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 was um he was glinda and i was alphaba and we sang wicked um defying gravity yeah super gay so gay yeah uh the straightest thing about me this week so the roommate insisted that we get a christmas tree which has one single ornament on it <laughs> because <laughs> i can't get to mine because they're in storage right now but when we got it, we had to, you know, you have to saw the bottom of the tree off so that it'll take water. Oh, and is this a real tree? It's a real tree. Oh, of course your roommate, he loves plants and stuff. Yeah, okay. except this one's dead. They Like, it's been chopped down to be in our living room. Anyway, uh, I I actually had, like, a giant, like, lumberjack saw in my um, little tool shed out here. Wow. And so I pulled it out and, and, like, chopped the, like a couple of inches off of the stump of this tree like a man <laughs> like anything it's like it's so funny because wood can go one of two ways depending on what you're doing yep. if you're sawing it from a tree straight yep yep well good for you yep. it looks f fine <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's it uh a special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thanks to Santa Claus for being white or black or gay or straight or whatever Santa Claus is to you. Thanks to George Herbert Walker Bush for taking the spotlight off of Trump for one day. And just let's think about someone else shitty for a second. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and thank you to whoever canceled that flight because it ended up being a pretty great weekend. It was, it was a blast. I had a blast. Uh, so, this has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be Butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. Eat some cookies. Mm, drinks my milk. <laughs> Gross. <laughs>